Let's turn in the Scriptures to the book of Proverbs, chapter 30. Proverbs chapter 30. We're reading the whole chapter, verses 1 through 33. Proverbs 30, verses 1 through 33. Proverbs chapter 30, we'll begin in verse 1. These are God's words. And so let's give our full attention to Him, Christ, who even speaks on high. The words of Agur, the son of Jekka, even the prophecy. The man spake unto Ithiel, even unto Ithiel and Eucal. Surely I am more brutish than any man, and have not the understanding of a man. I neither learned wisdom, nor have the knowledge of the holy, who hath ascended up into heaven, or descended, who hath gathered the wind in his fists, who hath bound the waters in a garment, who hath established all the ends of the earth. What is his name? And what is his son's name, if thou canst tell? Every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in Him. Add thou not unto His words, lest He reprove thee, and thou be found a liar. Two things have I required of thee. Deny me them not before I die. Remove far from me vanity and lies. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with food convenient for me, lest I be full and deny thee, and say, Who is the Lord? Or lest I be poor and steal and take the name of my God in vain. Accuse not a servant unto his master, lest he curse thee and thou be found guilty. There is a generation that curseth their father and doth not bless their mother. There is a generation that are pure in their own eyes and yet is not washed from their filthiness. There is a generation, oh, how lofty are their eyes and their eyelids are lifted up. There is a generation whose teeth are as swords and their jaw teeth as knives to devour the poor from off the earth and the needy from among men. The horse leech hath two daughters, crying, Give, give! There are three things that are never satisfied. Yea, four things say not, it is enough. The grave, and the barren womb, the earth that is not filled with water, and the fire that saith not, it is enough. The eye that mocketh at his father, and despiseth to obey his mother. The ravens of the valley shall pick it out, and the young eagles shall eat it. There be three things which are too wonderful for me, yea, four which I know not. The way of an eagle in the air, the way of a serpent upon a rock, the way of a ship in the midst of the sea, and the way of a man with a maid. Such is the way of an adulterous woman. She eateth and wipeth her mouth and saith, I have done no wickedness. For three things the earth is disquieted, and for four which it cannot bear. 
For a servant when he reigneth, and a fool when he is filled with meat. For an odious woman when she is married, and a handmaid that is heir to her mistress. There be four things which are little upon the earth, but they are exceeding wise. The ants are a people not strong, yet they prepare their meat in the summer. The conies are but a feeble folk, yet make their, they their houses in the rocks. The locusts have no king, yet go they forth all of them by bands. The spider taketh hold with her hands, and is in king's palaces. There be three things which go well, yea, four are comely and going. A lion which is strongest among beasts, and turneth not away for any. A greyhound, and a he-goat also, and a king, against whom there is no rising up. If thou hast done foolishly in lifting up thyself, or if thou hast thought evil, lay thine hand upon thy mouth. Surely the churning of milk bringeth forth butter, and the ringing of the nose bringeth forth blood. So the forcing of wrath bringeth forth strife. Those are God's words. Well, here is the second to last chapter, and in the last two chapters of Proverbs we have the, we could say, the conclusion of the book of Proverbs or an appendix to the book of Proverbs. At the beginning of this chapter and in the next, the very first verse of each chapter, we see that they are both called prophecies. And here is the prophecy in this chapter of Agur, who is carried along by the Holy Spirit. You see it outlined now in in this way, the first six verses, man's confession and profession, which has the words, verse 5, Every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in Him. Even though he had just criticized himself as being a brutish and, and uh, having no wisdom or knowledge. Yet the Lord shows every word of God is pure. Through verse 9, his prayer to remove vanity and lies. Verse 10, the warning about wronging those working for you. Through verse 14, the description of four wicked generations. Through verse 16, friends, there are four things that cannot be satisfied. Verse 17, a warning warning to your children that I will read since you are here, children. It says, The eye that mocketh at his father and despiseth to obey his mother, the ravens of the valley shall pick it out, and the young eagles shall eat it. That's a warning to you, children, to not dishonor your parents. And that is, of course, the fifth commandment. Honor thy father and thy mother. Through verse 20, it is revealed four things that are unsearchable, that are beyond uh, somewhat understanding. Through verse 23, four things intolerable. And then through verse uh, 28, four things that are small and yet wise. And then the, the the last verses, four things that are comely or stately. And so, friends, we ought to consider the the warnings of this passage, but also the wisdom here 
And of course, the same message that we've heard throughout Proverbs, we are to turn to Christ Jesus, who is wisdom, for knowledge and understanding and wisdom. For He alone uh, is the one who grants such wisdom. Let's pray. Our Father, thank You for bringing us together this morning. We're thankful for the church of Jesus Christ. Not only ought we to think of the church here uh, as we meet in, as a congregation, but we think of the, the church throughout the world and the church that has already joined You in glory. We're thankful for the Bride of Christ. Those who have been so perfected by the Word and by Your Spirit as they are now glorified. And we look forward to that, Father. And so we plead now that You would so sanctify and purify us and perfect us that we would not rebel against You. That we would not become a reproach unto You. That we would not take Your name in vain. That we would not blaspheme You, Jehovah. But rather that You would uphold us and You would strengthen us as Your people to serve You, to love You, to fear You, and to keep Your commandments. Father, in that we're thankful for Your law. We're thankful for the law, which Your Word, which teaches us right and wrong before You, what is holy and what is unholy. We're thankful for Your Word, Your law, that guides us, that is pure, and that calls us to turn unto Christ for salvation, to believe on Him and to be saved. We're thankful for the call of the Gospel. Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And repent and believe. We're thankful for the call. The call upon the only name under heaven by which we must be saved, the name of Jesus Christ. And so, Father, we're thankful again for Your Word, in which You sanctify Your bride in the truth. We're thankful You teach us Your Word is truth. Father, today we plead that You would cause our sons, our daughters, our grandchildren, even those children who are here amongst us this morning, in the womb and out of the womb. We pray especially for them. That though Your Word teaches us that they are foolish, we pray that You would grant them Christ Jesus, Your Son, and salvation in Him that they would be wise. And so turn their hearts even today if that would be Your will. Father, we ask that You would grant to us, all of us, Your Holy Spirit, and so pour out Your Holy Spirit today, that we would hear with ears to hear and eyes to see Jesus, Your Son. And pray and plead that You would turn our hearts to You, that You would make us to be holy as Christ is holy and righteous as He is righteous. That You would give us those pure and holy emotions and wills. And uh, Father, we ask that You would turn us from such wickedness, even our habitual sins that we keep going back to, which we hate, 
Father, mortify, put to death those sins within us by Your Spirit. As You teach us in Romans 8, mortify those sins. For we hate them. And You hate them. And so how much, uh, how, how much we plead now that You would be faithful by Your Spirit to send Your Spirit and, and destroy that which we hate and You hate. Make us to love what You love. Righteousness, wisdom, goodness, truth, justice, righteousness, holiness. You are thankful that You love Yourself. And we're thankful that You have given us hearts to love You. Well, we pray that You would grow us as a congregation in number. Pray that You would grow us in sanctification and holiness. We pray that You would grow us in number, not just because we could grow bigger. We don't really want to grow that much bigger. We want to be able to plant more churches because we want Your kingdom to grow. We want the nations to hear the Gospel and this nation. That they would turn unto You and covenant with Christ Your Son and bow the knee to Him alone. And that they would not turn away from You, Lord, and thereby perish in the way like all the kings and the many rulers who will do that. Father, we pray that You would turn the hearts of our kings and our rulers, our presidents, our governors, our senators, our congressmen, etc., even all the way down to the city level. Father, turn their hearts to You. For You desire all types of people to be saved. Even them. Even those who are often rich, prideful, and seek their own good. Father, we ask that You would turn their hearts to You, for that is the only thing that will save this nation. The good news of Jesus Christ. No politician, no prince, but Christ Your Son and the Gospel and uh, hearing many believing. Father, we ask that You would provide for this congregation. We have struggled financially. We pray that You would provide. Now we can continue to worship You. We believe generally we have been faithful to worship You, even when we were called to not worship You. Father, we pray that You would honor that faithfulness that You worked in us. And You would bless Your people. We're thankful for always providing for us. Though we struggle with our family, in our families or in, our, in the church, uh, you, You've always provided. We pray that You would provide more elders, more deacons uh, amongst the congregation. That You would grant many, many more years, decades, centuries to this congregation. And if it would be your will, even though, until Christ returns. Father, that is not normal, but we pray for it. Because we believe you can do that. And you will if it is according to your will. Father, we're thankful today 
for you being the God who heals our bodies. Thankful that you healed Sheila. She's here with us again today. Uh, Father, we pray for those who may have been sick this past week or the week before that you have healed them. They're here. We're thankful that you're the God who heals. There are others who have long-term maladies, long-term struggles, bones and muscles and body. Some uh, reproductive struggles in body. Father, in all these we pray that you would heal at your perfect timing. There are mothers who desire children, parents that desire children, families that desire children. We pray that you would provide for them blessings from you. Those who are barren, we pray that you would open the womb if it would be your will. Those who are sick even today, Junior, Johnny, any others who might be sick, Father, heal them. Father, we pray also that you would grant wisdom to Sheila, help her to find a job. And um, thankful for the many times and opportunities even to share the gospel that she had with her former employer. Pray that you would provide for her. Help uh, even the rest of the congregation to come up with some ideas that might aid her in finding a new job. But, Father, we come to you, we provide. Provide through your various means. Father, above all, we desire the gospel to go forth. We pray that you would grant much success to the door-to-door evangelism and those who go and speak to our neighbors in Grandview. We pray for the one and some of the people who have been spoken to recently who said they would come. We pray that they would come and You would show them their need, plague them with uh, showing them their need of being part of the Bride of Christ, having their need of Christ Your Son as their Savior and Lord. So Father, save Your people. Grant salvation to each one here. And may your name be praised forever. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.